Welcome into another episode of Silver Linings. I'm Adam Cox, and that is Rex Connor, my uncle Rex. I don't want to get yelled at for not calling him uncle, so I will address him as Uncle Rex. Uh, thanks for watching our podcast. Um, we've got a lot of exciting things uh, going on with this podcast. First, I want to say this. After reading so many comments on our uh, YouTube page, so many people um, have said that they have enjoyed our podcast. They said that they some people have healed by listening to our podcast. And that is our goal. I mean, this we, we have cre- created a community that Rex and I feel like we're doing something positive for us, but it's also positive for other people. And we just want to hold that. When we say we've created a community, that means all of us have created, not you and I. We've all created this community. That's what's so great about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and I feel like this is like this one big family. I read one comment. It's like, hey, I saw your guys' uh, thing come on, and I was like, oh, there's my buddies. And like, oh, it's just I just want to sit in the room and chit-chat with them. And, you know, this is what this is. Our podcast started off as something different, and it's evolving into, you know, organically evolving into something that I just love is that we can be together um, for anybody who, you know, feels like, you know, you need healing or if you're lonely or whatever it is, because I've talked about all my times about being lonely and I've talked about my times of, you know, being struggling and healing and not really having a lot of people to talk to. And so I feel like this podcast is one of those podcasts where, you know, we read your comments, we talk to you about it. I'm starting to actually respond to comments <laughs> on the YouTube page. So uh, I feel uh, we love the direction this podcast is going. And we thank you guys for watching and, and feeling comfortable around us. We're trying to be transparent. We're trying to be honest. We're trying to uh, be real. And so that's where we're going uh, with our podcast. And with that being said, we got some cool things because I think as this podcast is growing, Rex, we talked about doing um, a couple of live events. And um, because of our schedule, and now that I live in Gilbert, Arizona, Rex is traveling all over the world, but he's back in St. George. Next week, uh, I'll be in St. George for a pickleball tournament. And so I said, well, Rex, you know, Rex is going to be coming down to Arizona in a few more weeks after that. And we're like, Let's do because everybody says, oh, well, we live here and we live here and we'd love to meet you and hang out and ask questions. I'm like, let's do this. So what were you thinking when I come next week to St. George Rex? Well, let's do them. We'll call it a meet and greet because and at the same time do a live so everyone can participate. But anyone that can make it out, I don't know how many people are here listening to podcasts, maybe 10, maybe 12. Maybe we'll invite all my friends so we have 13 people. In, in St. George you're talking about or just in yeah. southern Utah? In St. Well, whoever comes around. It's not like I have a lot of friends. <laughs> so however many people want to come. So the first place I found, we're, we'll look for a venue, but this is a new idea. I was in Harmons today. For those of you in St. George, it's a grocery store for everyone else. There's a cool place, you know, a little cafe there. I'm going to talk to the manager, see if we can just hang out there. There's a gelato bar. We can sponsor the gelato bar for anyone that wants to come, say hi, and we'll do a live broadcast there so people can participate also with their comments. 
and we'll have maybe even have a moderator there as we keep talking about. Right. And then, so we can take we can have people live on on camera and then take live comments too. So can I be fri Friday the thirteenth? Yeah, my life. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth is going to be our first meet and greet in St. George, Utah at Harmons. Where that's what we're going to try to do. They do have a great salad bar there, though. Too. Oh my gosh, is it good? I miss now. That's one thing I do miss is going to Harmons Salad Bar for lunch. So hopefully, I can get salad bar where you guys get gelatos. I, I'm fine with any of that. The other thing too is um, uh, Rex will be coming down here later in in uh, we'll be in uh, East Valley. People are like, well, when you guys are in Arizona, Rex's most of Rex's uh, daughters uh, live in East Valley. So, and I live in East Valley, so it's just easier for us. So, we're gonna do somewhere in the East Valley when Rex is here. So, people in Arizona, or if you want to travel and come meet us, I mean, everybody's welcome. Uh, well, we would love to meet everybody who who is a fan or loves this podcast because of what it does for you. Um, we would love to meet you and, and chit chat with you. Cause we love to chit chat. As you can tell, that's why we're doing this podcast, but, um, so that will be the October 21st, October 21st, Saturday the 21st. So with all of that being said, um, we're going to try to be consistent with our podcast since Rex and I are new to podcasting. Uh, we're going to try to be consistent and try to do like two or three podcasts which we have three things that we do a podcast that we do a live and we do a response. And those are the, that's kind of our format. So we'll try to get a, do that this week. And I think Thursday will be our next live. Um, and we're thinking it'll be like four o'clock Pacific time, five o'clock mountain time. So Thursday is the 4th of October. It is this Thursday today. Yeah. What's today? The third. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the calendar from a day behind. <laughs> I was like, wait, the fourth, I think, is today, or is it today? Today is the third. Tuesday. Today is Tuesday the third. Some people are listening on Wednesday. Right. So, the fifth. I'm grab my far side calendar from my desk. Wait, read one of those funny things that are on. Is that a comedy one where you read that, or, or is it more of a far side? Oh, my goodness. So yeah. I love I, I love some of these comedy things that people have on their calendars where they just read aloud. Yeah. yeah. But wait, October October uh, Thursday is October fifth. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. None. Of, you have to see the pictures on the ones I'm oh. looking. Oh, you do? Okay. Sorry. I I just thought those are those are fun. I like some of those. If you see a good one, live. Okay, so Thursday the fifth is will be our live. Yeah. At Four, four Pacific yeah. time. Pacific time. Yeah. Pacific slash Arizona time. Yeah, because I'll have to get to work and leave, and then you'll be like, um, why is he leaving again? He just got on. Okay, so we have that. Um, uh, but today, we want to do a podcast today. Uh, Rex and I have been talking a lot about you know our podcast, and we've been talking about healing, and we've, we've mentioned the word hope. So both of those things, healing and hope, I think go hand in hand or could, can go hand in hand. Um, so Rex, I'm going to let you take it from here. Well, we talked about this, I believe, four podcasts ago, Hope and Healing. We've asked you to share your experiences and you are sharing your experiences and they are rich and they are touching. Um, 
and we want you to continue sharing, especially we'll, we'll say a few things in particular we would like to hear your perspective on here for the community. Uh, based on what we heard uh, four podcasts ago, there are some questions that are still ongoing. And my first question, a couple of the comments from back then made me question, how do I know what I'm yield? I mean, that sounds pretty basic, but right. how do I know? I'm seeing a therapist. How do I know that, okay, that's done? When's it over? You know, where do I heal? It's like somebody puts a hand on your head and go, you are healed, my friend. And you're like, healed. oh my gosh, I guess I'm healed. And so I, I don't have an answer, not being a therapist. I don't have an answer even for me, much less everyone else. But I'm going to start with something, Adam, then you can comment on it. And we hope to get many comments. Okay. Uh, in fact, let me share. I'm going to share my screen here. I love these. And uh, share one of the comments from y'all. It's from, I don't know how to, to say this particular name. It's either Ken Thone or Tone, or it's- Is it T-H? Ken Thone, it might be. <laughs> okay. But uh, sorry for mispronouncing the name, but um, I loved his comments. I'll read it for the people. I know people that are watching can see the screen, can read for themselves, but there's some people that don't have visual here. They're just listening to the audio. And not just that, this is going to be, the, our podcast is on Spotify and it's on Apple Music where people are just listening to this. They're not even seeing us. So, yeah. Exactly. So, Ken said, I personally don't think you ever heal. I believe you start to comprehend and understand what happened. My nephew was murdered a year ago, and it's the hardest thing. Sorry. Hardest thing I've ever been through. They were all juveniles. So some of the things you're sharing is helping me to understand things better. I need to get more involved so that no other uncle has to go through what I've gone through. You can imagine if I'm crying about this now. What it's like reading all of your comments. It's just there. Well, this is this is about, right. Well, this is also you're an uncle and your nephew. You, so you under you're you're on really understanding this. Yeah, we're relating a little too much, maybe. Yeah, not close to what you've been through. You lost a nephew and a niece by someone that was close to you, and that you love. So I don't think you ever heal. I think you gain an understanding, and I love this perspective. I think you gain an understanding to where you can continue on. You know, I think that's insightful as I considered that and as I considered, you know, what I'm going to consider what healing will be. I think healing's going to be, I don't ever want to not feel. That's it. I don't want to not feel. I don't want to not feel sad that we miss the victims. I want to not feel angry or whatever the emotion is beneath it um, by what happened to them. Um, I don't think losing emotion is, for me, again, this is all personal, your own personal definitions. For me, losing emotion isn't healing. I want to keep emotions. I just want to learn to live with it. And I think my definitions got parallel like Ken said, or Kent, um, is that 
it does it no longer keeps me from doing something. Adam's talked about not being able to get up some mornings. Um, there are some things we won't do. My wife and I haven't seen the movie that we want to see, uh, Sounds of Freedom, because we just can't handle that topic, that much emotion. Um, I think I'll be healed when I can get on with normal life without having this sorrow or this um, tragedy keep me from doing that. Adam, what's your perspective on that? Oh, there's so many things that are going through my mind right now after reading that and, and listening to what you're saying. Um, and I know a lot of people listening or, or watching have gone, have had a lot of grief. And you and I know that with grief comes um, tremendous uh, stress, um, anxiety, um, sometimes depression. Like those things just creep up on you. And, you know, we've mentioned on this podcast before about um, moving forward and not being stagnant. Because for me, when I start staying stagnant, that's when I'm in trouble. That's when I start getting depressed. And that's when I start understanding, like, I, I, I have to go do something. Um, so I think, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to be completely healed. And I don't know uh, how deep scars go with other people and what they have. And I feel like we all are different. Like I'm a very sensitive person. I cry a lot at, mu at movies. Um, there's certain music, there's certain songs that I'll listen to and I'll start crying. I was telling Rex the other day uh, when I was on the radio in St. George, not too long ago, maybe two years ago, there was a new song that came out by Justin Bieber called lonely. And look, I am, I'm not a Justin Bieber. I'm not, what are they called? The, their fans are believers. I'm not a Justin fan, uh, Justin Bieber fan. Like I'm not, but I'm sitting there uh, doing my morning show and that song comes on and it's quiet in the room. I think my co-host had left the room and it's just me sitting in there and I'm listening to Justin Bieber sing this song lonely and I'm hearing and I'm feeling how lonely he is. And I start to cry in the studio while my co-host was out of the studio. It just got me. And she comes walking back in and I wipe my tears because I don't want her knowing that I'm crying to a Justin Bieber song. Uh, and so I just feel like we're all different. And some people aren't that in touch with their emotions. They're, they don't cry a lot or they don't show a lot of emotions. And that's, that's, that's fine too. But for me, I think, um, I think for me, the way that I've been healing and, and, and this may sound silly, but I try to occupy my time with things that try to make me happy. So, um, I play a lot of pickleball because pickleball makes me happy. Uh, I watch funny comedy clips because it makes me happy. Uh, it makes me laugh. So I try to, I for my healing uh, with all this, I obviously I think about, you know, Tylee and JJ. I think about Charles and Tammy. I think about them. I think about Lori and Alex. And I think about Chad. All these things come in my head a lot. So with all that, to deal with all that on a daily basis, I think you have to come up with something that can help you feel good to maybe regulate your emotions. Um, and But like you said, I don't know if I'm ever going to be healed. And I don't think I'm ever going to be the same person, Rex. And I wish 
I, I, I hope I can, because I think before Lori and Alex's situation with this whole case, I just feel like I was completely a different person. And now I feel like I've been taken out to the back shed and just beaten up. So I'm trying to come out of that. And, you know, so I, it's very difficult to do that. You seem pretty upbeat, though. Well, do you, I'm do you put on a happy face, so to speak, or just sometimes, or well, knowing you, I won't even make that a question. You are a happy person, and that is the real you. You are just putting on a happy face. But I guess that's what you're saying that you distract yourself a lot of the time so you can feel like your normal self. Yes, exactly. And I think too, um, and you and I talked about this, you know, a couple weeks ago or a couple nights ago. I was telling you that, you know, following your conscience, and I know you wrote this in your book about your conscience, and I'm so glad you did because, um, you know, me making a choice to move to Gilbert, uh, I didn't have a job here. I didn't have anything going for me here. I called my friend. I said, Ed, I want to come move there because I feel like I want to be next to my son. That was an intuition. That was a gut feeling. He said, yeah, sure. Come on. I'll, you can stay with me until you find a place. So I was like, I, and I had a, a full-time radio job in Kansas City. And I was like, I just don't feel good about it. So I literally listened to my conscience. And the reason I did is like, I just felt like I want to be here with Zach. So I get to go to the gym every single morning and work out and play basketball and see my son. And I haven't seen him in three years. Uh, off and on, we've seen each other, but not on a daily basis. And I think that alone for me has turned me around. Like I walk around with a smile on my face at work. I'm happy I got a great pickleball job, which I love and get to see Zach every day. So I'm telling you, when you see a happy face, that that's a legitimate, like, I feel happy for the first time in a long, long time. And we love hearing that. Um, and that really leads us to into the next topic. Of course, these two topics overlap, but um, you talked about using your conscience, and I want to piggyback on that with the subject of hope. And But the context in which I want to put hope is I want to take it out of the religious context, not because I'm not religious. I try to be religious. I'm not great at it, but I go to a church and um, try to be religious. I hope I'm more spiritual than I am religious. We all we all hope that for ourselves, though. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to take it out of a religious context because some of our some of our subscribers. Quick side note, I found out the proper word is subscribers, not listeners or followers. Right. So when we're talking about giving them a name, we don't know what we'll do with that yet. So we're going to call you different names randomly just to see how it fits. Right now, right now you are called Grunkles Groupies that are listening right now. That's you. Okay, here we go. Grunkles Groupies. Adam's the only one calling you that. Yes. We did like the Grunkles Groupies and Adam's Angels. <laughs> I'm sorry. But getting back to our more serious topic, yeah, <laughs> that's our topic really. Um, what was our more? Oh yes, hope and uh, the context I want to put this in. Whatever you call your conscience, I don't know whether it. And this is out of the realm of religion because virtually everyone I've talked to, whether they believe in God or not, they acknowledge we have an internal guidance system. 
that many of us call our conscience, but we call it many things, intuition, our gut feeling, our um, higher self, whatever we want to call it, just about everyone acknowledges that. And I would like to hear in the comments, those of you that are atheists, don't believe in God, or maybe agnostic, um, what you feel about this. Is there a guidance system that you have um, just because I'm interested in how you describe it, how you how you work with it. But to the degree that we acknowledge it, maybe not everyone acknowledges it, but I think it's a, many people do, and many of the subscribers, uh, many of our silver liners is one one idea for, for a name for the subscribers. Um, many of you attribute that to your relationship with God, okay. Some of you attribute it to the energy of the universe or the wisdom of the universe. What do, all all definitions are welcome here for on this topic. We aren't going to try to say one's right, one's wrong, or someone's got it right or wrong. But if we acknowledge that we have an internal guidance system, isn't that the source when we are when we feel we need to be healed, when we are feeling hurt or broken. And I know not everyone feels that right now. Different people feel that at different times in their life, different events. Many people that are following this case feel that way, even if they didn't know the victims, especially Tylee and JJ, just because it's such a an offensive event in life, even if you didn't know them. Um, so, and we feel some need for healing and and Many of us, myself included, say, well, good grief, I'm not even, you know, in the forefront of this. I know I'm a family member, but there are family members that, you know, are closer to this than me. Adam, for example, Colby and Zach, good grief, look what they have to go through. It's, you know, my my healing or hurt is small comparatively, but I still need to be healed from it. I still need healing. What gives me hope, and I want to hear in the comments what get or read in the comments what gives you hope. What gives me hope is that I have an internal guidance system, a conscience. That conscience will lead me, I believe, to the path for that I need to be healed because it's a different path than you need. No matter who you are, we all have different paths, I believe, on this healing, and we each have our own guide. To tell us, some people like to talk. Some people, some people withdraw. Some people like to hear music. Some like to be isolated. Everyone does it differently, and then we go back and forth. Well, we need an we need a personal guide on this path. It gives me hope to know I have a personal guide that will help me get through this, whatever that means. Adam, your your thoughts on that? Um, I feel exactly the same the same way, and I'm grateful that I can I can, I guess, respond or listen to my gut feeling, my uh, intuition, because there's been times in life, and I even talked about it on one of these podcasts, and somebody made a comment about it, that you know, there's sometimes there's situations that come up in your life, and. Whether think about if you're in a relationship and you're thinking about getting a divorce or you're at a job and you're thinking about, uh, I don't want to work here anymore. I want to get a different job um, or whatever, whatever it is. I want to go back to school. These, these are like big life decisions. 
when you start thinking about those things and your gut is telling you one thing, but we're sometimes we're afraid to use our internal guidance system. We're afraid to leave and go do these things. And it's been my experience in my life that the times where I listen to my gut feeling, things have turned out to be great. Most of the time, maybe all the time, I can't remember everything, but I feel like that's happened. Now, I did mention that when Zach and I went to my mom's house and we had this huge fight and Ty, that was the last time I saw Tylee alive. This and is I, just the day, two days after Charles was killed, right? Yeah, yeah. Just after Charles was killed. I've, we talked about this in several podcasts, but I want to go back to it because I did read a comment about it that I was like, um, that my gut feeling when I was there and I saw Tylee was that I think I should, going there, I was like, well, I would love to talk to Tylee to find out what really happened. And when I was there and I saw Tylee crying and I saw my mom consoling Tylee, and I froze and Zach froze. Both of us, I guess we were in, we're still in, we were in shock. We didn't know if we were going to that house to get jumped or mugged or killed or whatever, because at that point, everything was sketchy and up in the air. And, but going there, I thought, gosh, I, I would love to talk to Tylee. And then when I got there and I saw her crying and I was like, I don't know what to say. You know, my gut feeling was I needed to, I want to ask her and talk to her. But then again, I was like, I, I didn't know if she would tell me the truth or if I, if that was too much, cause she was crying and she didn't want to talk about it. And, you know, and I didn't even talk to my mom yet. So my gut feeling was to do that and I didn't do it. So I didn't follow my gut feeling. And now I kind of resent that because I wish I would at least asked her, Hey, what happened or what really happened or just be able to read the room. So the problem with understanding your gut feeling and your conscience is that if you don't acknowledge it or go with what your conscious is telling you to do, I think we get regrets. I have several regrets for, for things that I should have done or my conscious was telling me to do, and I didn't have the guts or whatever it was to do it. You know, and, and people right away are going to jump to Adam's defense, so to speak, saying, well, if you would have, this might have happened. Adam's just expressing what he feels about that situation at the time. We don't know what would have happened. We could wildly speculate about it. Um, but the the point being, we all learn in our own ways, in our own times, how to follow that guidance. And usually the way we learn is by looking back on situations like that and say, that's what that feeling was. Dang it. I should have followed it. Right. We usually learn to follow that guidance by saying, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that to that person. I shouldn't have had that to drink. I shouldn't have eaten that. Even the small decisions, we're talking about some huge decisions in life, but even the small decisions, we have to learn to, how to follow that guidance and we can't learn it from someone else because that's as individual as anything else on, on our path yeah. through this life. It's just... Um, we have to learn it for ourselves and follow it. But then we all know when we do follow it, we know that feeling too. And Adam's described in a great example of that about his decision going to Arizona. So 
Um, we're looking forward to reading your comments, maybe, and keeping this um, this topic alive. We're going to hear soon from a family member. I um, people ask us a lot still if we're going to follow the. I don't even know if I get the names right, Jody Hildebrandt, but the that situation. And I've mentioned that I have family members that were involved, but it's not my story to tell. Well, those family members are feeling like, okay, I feel like I can talk a little bit about it. And uh, we'll have, as they feel that way, we'll add them on the podcast. I've been talking with one family member today about that. And as that family member feels like it, we'll he'll hear the story of of um, marriage counseling with Jody and how it turned out and, and some factors around that. We're collaborating with our friends at Hidden True Crimes with Dr. John and with Lauren Mathias um, with this. So they'll be dealing with the more true crime aspects of the details of it. We'll be dealing with what what are you doing to heal from that and and why do you feel you need to heal from it, et cetera. So um, we look forward to that whenever whenever the family members are ready. We are going to try to, to um, press the issue. But it's more stories of healing or it's sharing. Um, you know, it's not a success story. It's a story just like mine and Adam and yours, the stories you're telling. Many of them aren't looking back and saying, here's how I heal. They're more like Ken talking about, well, I never heal or I'm still going through it. And that's um, what we're doing, but we're glad to have this forum to do that. And not just that, but I know Rex and I are trying to put together some guests to come on this podcast that, I, in my opinion, will be uh, interesting, will help, you know, you know, with healing and those kinds of things. Um, and also, I want to, uh, I haven't talked to Rex about this, but I would love to invite some of you, our community that listens on this podcast if you would like to be a guest and you want to come on with us and just chit chat about what you've been through so we can all do this together, we would invite that too, because I feel like together, this is how we heal. We're giving each other support. Somebody asked me the other day, it was like, hey, what's the theme of your podcast? And I started thinking about my the theme of this podcast. And I was like, to be honest with you, I feel like our theme is, you know, getting people together and you know being there for each other supporting each other through life's hard events and i started just really thinking about that we are a community this podcast is a community of people who are coming here and have had hard life experiences and making comments on them and by talking about it i think it is healing so i think this is the 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 way that we're going with this podcast and i think you got our, our subscribers are a huge part of that. So if you would like to come on as a guest and maybe talk to us about, you know, whatever situation you're in, and maybe we can talk to you about, you know, wh- how we feel, or maybe we can help or whatever it is. I would love that. So, and, and of course we can't read all of the comments that are out there to everyone on the podcast. We could, or we'd be podcasting 24 seven and the, and the comments are worth reading. We're asking you to comment, not necessarily so we'll feature your comment, although we're grateful when we could do that. So I'm glad we could feature Ken's comment today. But it's so you can read each other's comments and you can comment on each other's comments and get um, whatever you can get from each other. So please feel free. Um, 
with your precious time to read those comments. So, Adam, our outro would have played over a minute ago. Oh, we're over 30 minutes. Sean is not going to like this podcast. It's over 30 minutes. He is not... We'll get back in the studio maybe on that Friday when I'm there. If we don't, if we don't do a live, we'll be uh, at the studio, right? We'll do both. Okay, good. I All right, third time today. But real quick, and I don't want to make this longer. But um, the comments, and I, I'm watching friendship develop with our community because Rex had mentioned to me, he's like, "Hey, there's people that are commenting on comments and comments, and there's the, and now it's like, hey, Judy, hey, the." They're bec- people are becoming friends because of our podcast. And that to me is that's, that's worth it right there. We're, we're building something and we're supporting each other and we're becoming friends. And I mean, this is what our, this is the focus of what our podcast is. And people are bringing friends from other podcasts. So they're already friends coming in. There's, there are several hidden gems from hidden true crime that, that, uh, kind of traveling in little packs and then that's great to see too we love that all right well let's wrap up this one we'll try to do a live coming up on thursday october 5th uh at 4 p.m pacific time that's uh that's all for now rex i'll give you the last word no that's it thanks for being here and and uh thank you for being a part of it